0: Hello and welcome back to Agency of Change, the podcast that aims to showcase expertise, innovation and best practice in real estate in Australia. I'm Scott, the CEO of Comio, and I'm joined by Head of Strategy at Comio, Brock Fisher. Hi everybody. Today, it gives
1: me great pleasure to say that we've got not one, not two, but three amazing
0: special guests. <laughs> That's right. We'll be chatting with three different Transformers about Elite Agents Transform program. Yeah, for those of you who are unfamiliar, the Transform program is a program
1: that elite agent run every year. Uh, it goes for 30 days, has 22 of the world's great real estate uh, and property management coaches. And there's a bit of friendly competition there, but it's also a program that is easily accessible. It's online, and it's also designed to have people take actions. There are little activities every day that people get to do um, as, a, you know, as a way to basically make sure that they go back to their businesses and implement their learnings and the ideas.
0: Yeah, Commio is also a major sponsor of the program, so we love talking all things transform. We're going to dive in today with our first guest, Laura Shooter is director at S J Shooter Real Estate in Dubbo and a transform winner from last year. Laura, welcome.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Laura, I understand you're putting your whole S J
1: Shooter team through the program this year, having done it yourself last year. That's um, that's amazing. But before we get to the transform stuff, can you tell us a little bit about S J Shooter?
3: Yeah,
2: so uh, SJ to Real Estate uh, was started by my husband Samuel in 2015 and we started in a bedroom in our home and we were there for a bit over a year and then we moved into a little CBD office in um, in Dubbo and no shop frontage or anything but that's where we kicked off property management and put on our first um, couple of team members and that's when I joined in full-time in the business. A bit over a year after that, we moved into a really... Um, visible office uh, with good frontage um, in a busy part of town and um, yeah we've sort of grown from there.
0: What, What made you kind of jump into the Transform program to begin with? I mean obviously this is your second time around what was the original kind of push to undertake something like this?
2: so last year was the first time I'd done it and I just saw it as some good value training but we're not going to be able to travel for training this year um, let's get everyone enrolled in this it was really affordable and I really liked the look at the content and honestly it was so I've, I've been to a few different trainings now and it was hands down the best value training I've come across in this industry and uh, really loved it and so I jumped at the chance to enroll everyone again this year
1: so we did talk a little bit offline Laura about uh, the difference between last year and this year so be interested to hear from you a little bit more about uh, what it meant for you last year and then you know what you're seeing within your team uh, as they go through the program this year.
2: I think last year where I was at in the business you could probably describe as I was in a place of reluctance and um so I hadn't probably fully accepted the the leadership position I had to take in the business and I think going through transform really helped me to see I guess how important it was, I, I stepped up to that and um, and actually partway through the challenge, I decided I was really gonna go for the win. And uh, that's, yeah, it really helped me to em- embrace my role and um, do what I need to do in it. And then this year, I know for some of our team members, it really has been a transformational experience. They've really taken themselves out of their comfort zone and are reaping the benefits of that. Uh, It's put a real spring in their step. And that's really fantastic to see. Um, But we are extremely busy and the market's extremely busy as well. So even the ones who haven't been able to um, maybe put as much attention uh, to some of the challenges in that, we've been joining together for all the live sessions. So we close the office, we put the big TV on and some of the learnings that have come away from that have been, yeah, really amazing. And what I'm noticing as well is um, that everyone's thinking more about the customer journey. Uh, Everyone's sort of talking about that a bit more. Everyone's just got that that perspective more front of mind.
1: I think, Laurie, your experience in the market at the moment is probably indicative of a lot of places in uh, Australia. We're hearing a lot of people basically have never been been busier but uh, I guess that's probably an advantage of the transform program around the flexibility of the delivery and and to a certain extent being self-paced because I guess at the end of the day if you go to a conference you're either kind of there or you're not and if you're not there then you miss out so is that um, has that been a helpful element of the the program for your team?
2: Yeah absolutely there's no way I'd be able to enroll everybody in the same training uh, in, in any other context so and, and that's something I've loved about it. I think like your team join you at different stages of their own journey different stages of our journey I think sometimes you forget we don't know all the same things and think all the same things and it's such a great shared learning experience to get that at the same time it just helps you feel like you all know what's going on and you know where each other's at and you've learned the same things at the same time and yeah totally we couldn't we couldn't do this if it wasn't an online delivery.
0: Yeah, interesting. Um, Laura, I want to to touch on something you said just a moment ago in terms of there's this increased focus on the customer journey. Uh, I think this is starting to gather pace across the industry. Is that a a view that you share? that this is not just an SJ shooter thing, but in fact, this is a topic becoming more relevant to all real estate businesses? And, And what are your thoughts there?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think um, the, the best people in the industry, that's what they're going after. Uh, they're really uh, thinking about that customer journey. It's not about them. It's about the people they serve. Um, and I, th- I think that's really exciting. And I hope that does continue. I think the best agents and agencies are really embedding themselves in their local communities. Um, they're championing the other businesses around them about what's so great about where they live. And I think that's a fantastic role for an agency to take up.
1: Can we talk a little bit about uh, how you went? I guess after winning Transform last year, I think at the time uh, one of the ideas you had with, with your winnings was around uh, a real kind of community engagement piece. And I think I said at the time that it's not often that we hear about uh, original ideas in real estate, but that was certainly one of them. So, can you talk us through uh, kind of how that went after the program?
2: Yeah. So. Um, my pitch was really based around this idea of helping encourage people to share their local stories. Um, and my, my pitch, I had it broken up into this perfect little world um, where it'd go well. But when I deployed that in reality, I think it was probably too much too soon. <laughs> and um, and so um, it was still great. And I'm, I'm going to run it again in some sort of more shorter separate focuses. So getting people to talk about um, some local history, some local places, some local people, and things like that. But I guess what I learned was that not everybody um, wants to get an incentive for sharing that stuff. So because I ran it as a bit of a competition style, I think that kind of deterred some people from participating. And I want to do that in a more um, sort of one-on-one way and start to have some of those conversations in a more personal way. Um, and so what we did, so we, we had some really great content come out of the a competition in its original form but um I still wanted to do more and I couldn't we were giving away our our winnings as prize money and I couldn't give it all away and I was determined to give some more away and so we ran a a competition at the end of the year that was called Dubbo Says Thanks and we phrased it as a um, you know it's been a big year and acknowledging a lot of people had a terrible year but not everybody did some people had a fantastic year in 2020 so we called it a a big year so it's been a big year for everybody who do you want to say thanks to and uh, and that went so well and people were really grateful for the opportunity to share those things like who helped you through your big year and we said that the person who you thank will get a thousand dollar prize um and then the plot twist at the end was um when we announced the winner the person who nominated them also got a thousand dollar prize so we gave away two (laughs) thousand (laughs) dollars and um (laughs) yeah so it's awesome that went really well and it was so fun to run and um of the people that we gave the prize to were over the moon did a couple of runners-up things so there was a a business eb games thanked their team so i took a morning tea up to their team to share um just as a as a way of you know sharing the love a little bit further
0: as well
1: i think there's nothing quite like a surprise thousand dollars either Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) yeah
0: so i mean this is this is so impressive and i think um the thing that really excites me is really this next generation of property managers that are starting to come through and people that are starting to really challenge the way things have been done in our industry. What do you want to see change? If you if you kind of cast your mind out to the future, anything's possible, what would you want to see change across the industry?
2: It's a really interesting question because something I think about a lot and I've, I've actually come from a background of social work and one of my very first jobs that I cut my teeth on was um, working for the Department of Housing in New South Wales and I was a social housing property manager. And um, I did that for quite a number of years. And then Samuel started a real estate business. And then I run a real estate business. So, um, and that's, yeah, given me like that public sector and that private sector view on the real estate industry and on tenancy matters. And something that I would really love to see change is for there to be more focus and value put on how critical that first tenancy you have is and what that means for the trajectory of your life and your access to housing in the future. Um, I'd love to see more done around that. And I think that is the domain of um, real estate agents and agencies and our industry, that that realm of first chances and helping people take a hold of that. And I really think it does. It sets you on the path to I know it sounds a little bit dark, but to homelessness or to being able to get any house you want. So that's something I'm a bit passionate about. And then sort of leads me into another one, which is that, that realm of second chances. So I think um, life doesn't always go to plan. And inevitably, you know, we, people end up in a position where um, access to housing isn't easy. And what we currently have is a situation where the government tells the most vulnerable members of society to go around to all the real estate agencies and apply for a house. And they, I I view it as they exchange their dignity to access shelter. And I think that's not okay. So, and I think, but having said that, I think this realm of second chances, I don't think the risk should sit with small for-profit businesses and mum and dad investors, but I think there's a lot more innovative and creative things that can be done in that realm of second chances and people who need a second chance at, at tenancy and housing.
0: That's amazing. That that is such a um an eloquently expressed problem to solve. And I think, you know, good grief. Like what a what a big but important challenge for each of us to play a role in solving. That's that's amazing.
1: And I think you framed it up really well as well, because you know, I've I've been in the industry for quite a number of years myself. And this whole uh challenge around giving first time renters the opportunity to prove themselves has always been framed up by property managers in such a negative way. There's no reason why that uh, initial stage and initial process can't be framed up in a much more positive and constructive way so that they're, as you say, on the trajectory to ensuring that they can have safe and reliable housing over their head for the balance of their life.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's totally critical. And then I guess, again, we've sort of talked about this a little bit already, but how the best agencies are embedding themselves into their community. I would love to see that across um, the industry more. And like we talk about real estate agents being pretty low on the trust scale. I think that this move towards that community, championing communities will help raise the, that, the agents and agencies on the on the trust scale. For me, I always felt like social work and real estate were opposites. And I think some of my reluctance stemmed from that in, in being a more visible leader in our business. But the way that the industry is turning towards being community based and championing their the local area, um, that is what helped me to be excited about the role that I could have in, in a real estate business and in the real estate industry.
0: I'm pleased to introduce our next guest, Bo Miller, who is the owner and director of Boutique Realty in Augustine Heights in Queensland. Thanks for being here, Bo.
3: Thank you for having me.
0: Now, Bo, you were a finalist last year
1: and you're having another go this year with your whole team at, uh, at Boutique, but before we get into that, first thing is, can you tell us a little bit about uh, Boutique Realty and the history around, uh, around your company?
3: Okay, uh, so Boutique Realty was a decision to uh, I thought about ten years ago that i'd I'd sort of had enough of training property managers and going out and and seeing other offices do it. Um, I've been in real estate now for twenty two years. So um, I'd spent seven years training property managers, and I thought, you know what well, i can I can do it better. And uh, I decided to start a real estate agency.
0: Um, But let me ask you something, you've got an incredible background by the sounds of things, huge amounts of experience, often when people think about joining a program like Transform, you know, I guess the general kind of thought is, oh, maybe it's something I do if I'm new to the industry. That's clearly not the case with you. What prompted you to take part in the program? Like what kind of, what were you hoping to get out of it when you signed up?
3: So when I first um, started Boutique Realty, um, I'd been to a lot of conferences over the years because I worked for um, a software company prior. So we were, you know, always out in the um, in the hall um, and I never went in to listen to the speakers so in my first year I went out and I went to all those conferences as an attendee and I listened to all the speakers and then after about two years of listening to those speakers I just saw this repetitive um, talk of those speakers and I wasn't getting much value out of it so I said that's it I'm not doing any more conferences in real estate and I started doing training outside of real estate um, and really around mindset personal mindset training and that's what I was working on following that um, and and it wasn't really intended that I would do Transform. My, my first year was 2020. I, uh, I, I I listened to the podcast all the time. So I knew about Transform, but I didn't really know what I was going to get out of it. This
0: is the Elite Agent podcast you're referring to? The Elite yep.
3: Agent podcast. Yep. Yeah. So every Saturday, that's my go-to and I would listen. And so, I don't know, one night I must have had a glass of wine and I clicked on the link because they're pretty good at their social
1: advertising.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bargain, it's actually really cheap. So the investment in money was quite low compared to what you would pay for a conference. And so I went, okay, I'll just give it a shot. And um, yeah, so that was what I suppose got me into it. It wasn't what necessarily attracted me to it. It wasn't intended, uh, but I certainly don't regret that that click.
0: So let me ask you then, you you mentioned you were going to heaps of them. The content was largely, you know, very similar, if not the same, conference after conference. What was different when you did transform the first time around? What did you notice that was different compared to some of the other kind of in-person conferences you've been to?
3: Yeah, probably the first thing that was different is... um... Wait, I didn't realise at the start, but it's actually a competition. So uh, I, yeah, uh, I race motorbikes, um, and I'm very competitive in my nature. And uh, once I realised there was uh, some points on the table, I was in. So I was. Hooked.
0: Love it. <laughs> it's interesting. We just we just recorded the interview with uh, Laura Shooter. And she was sort of talking about this moment when she realised she, she decided she was going to just set her sights on winning. And it's fascinating to see how competitive property managers are as soon as you oh, see yeah. that there's a chance. Yeah,
3: yeah, and everything else goes out the window. I didn't even know what I was doing last month, but this is it. This is all I need to do right now.
0: And in terms of the content then, like how different was some of what you were sort of seeing and learning compared to the conferences prior?
3: Yeah, so I suppose when you, you're in those conferences, in those rooms of all of these people, um, they're all competing against each other. But what Transform does is it brings everybody in as a collaboration. And, and Elite Elite agent recognises that only a certain percentage of the people in their audience is going to do what they suggest. And so we're not all there to compete. We're there to prop each other up and just assist in, in getting to those goals. And everybody's got a very unique brand. So, um, Elite Agent Transform is, is really about making sure that you are becoming that hero in your marketplace that is you, unique to you and trying to get comfortable with that.
1: So, Bo, you had a rather unique um, pitch last year in the middle of your family camping holiday from your camper <laughs> van in a car park somewhere out west. Uh, can you tell me about what your family thought about your whole Transform experience last year?
3: Uh you know when I told them I was doing it again this year they are like no <laughs> um look that my family support me whatever I decide to do um and and they know I'm going to do it anyway even if they said no <laughs> so um you know I, I I in the last 12 months um I have grown as a person so much uh and and I give credit to that program for 30 days. Gave me some really good daily habits uh, that I've continued. Ones that worked for me, I kept going. Ones that didn't work, I let go. Um, and it, it's just helped me become a better person for my family too. And they can see that. That's
0: really cool. What what have you got out of this year's compared to last year's? So what's kind of different? You mentioned you're going at a different pace. Um, obviously you've learned a lot in terms of how to manage your energy through a sustained program like this. But how different is the learning this time around for you, do you think?
3: Um, this time, holistic thinking. It wasn't fo- it, last year was very much focused on the individual. This year is focused on the team effort and how it takes a tribe to make this work.
1: Has the lessons around managing your energy through the program also translated to your general work life as well, like you're approaching that in a different way?
3: Yeah, absolutely. The four hour workday. Um, that's something I've been talking about a lot with my team. Um, someone came into my office yesterday to have a chat and they said, look, I asked why they hadn't done something and I said, that's all right, I'll do it tonight. And I went, no, there's no tonight um you're here for eight hours and those first four hours is when you're going to do that and whatever's left over you can do something else with so um very much around managing your energy in the day and having those ideal days set out so that you're not having to take your work home at night you can take transform home at night
0: (laughs) (laughs) in fact i think you you have to whether you like it or not by the looks of uh, the workload there you bet Interesting. So,
1: fast forward to this year. Can you, and this year you're putting your whole uh, whole team through the program. I'd be interested to hear a little about how you're kind of seeing everyone's journey through that program, and and whether they're all sort of uh, getting similar things out of it, or whether there's light bulb moments there for different people on different issues.
3: They're not as, as hardcore as me into it, but what it is allowing us is we watch the webinars. My my rule when I put them into this program was the team must watch at least one webinar a week, and they got to pick which ones they wanted to do, and I actually have it running on the, um, the monitor in the office and playing, so all of the webinars are run. We have used the property management focus, and then I catch up on the sales stuff later. Um, but what I've seen is the language that I can use, they can relate to. So if I'm using certain words like culture playbook, um, which is something that we've learned, they understand what I mean.
0: Do you think different members of your team are kind of gravitating towards different learnings or different messages? Or do you think they're all kind of collectively learning the same thing? Do you find that some are really focused on one particular part of what they're seeing, And is that quite different? Or is that largely consistent?
3: I've got a very young team. Um, I have a, a senior who's 20 years experience and I have two with under 12 months experience. Yep. So they're gravitated to what um, Christine and I with the more experience are leading them to do. Um, and, and I think that's just that they're new to it so they don't know any different. Um, so yeah, I think we're gravitated on the same plan. I'm very consistent on what I am setting out to achieve here um, and you know what type of property managers I want us to be.
0: But I want to ask you one last question. Tell me about um, the goals for you and your business next. What are you really trying to achieve?
3: Yeah, I think when you set out with a property management business, you always have a number. Um, so I, I'm still trying to get to that number. Uh, if you'd told me it'd take me ten years to get to where I am, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> um, I've got, I've got, I've got a bit of a way to go, but I'm doing it the right way. I'm making sure that it, that I'm, you know, I'm, do, I'm, I'm making waves and doing it doing it better Um, and then somehow I've managed to get myself into selling real estate um, and I want to do that better too yeah yeah Uh, and then on the side of that I really want to grow this generation of property managers I think I'm a really good trainer and 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 teacher and mentor so I'm hoping that I can I can throw out you know maybe 10 youngins that'll stick around for 20 years
0: that sounds awesome We hope you can too.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you.
1: (laughs) A final guest for this episode of Agency of Change is Tamika Smith. Tamika is a director and founder of Key2 Property in Launceston, has a trophy cabinet of accolades just bursting at the seams, including, of course, being a past Transform winner. Tamika, it's great to have you.
4: It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: So, Tamika, just to start things off, can you tell us a bit about Key2?
4: Yeah, absolutely. So, we started as a small boutique office in Tassie about five years ago. Um, Three agents collectively come together, wanted to make Something a little bit different to the norm. Um, in, in the five years, I suppose, we've seen exponential growth. Um, our repeat referral business is in the 80%, which is fantastic. We're multinational award winners. And I think we have probably got the very best team in Australia. Not to be biased, but I think we have.
0: Good grief. That's a, that's a pretty solid way to kick <laughs> things off. Well done. So tell me something. And if you guys, like, you, you're clearly crushing it. You've got a great team. Why do you reinvest your time and energy and everything into something like transform?
4: Um, I'm a huge advocate for professional development and continual learning. I just, I, I know myself being in the industry now for 18 years, there's always something new that I can learn. And I think that's really important for our team as well, that they can see that we are prepared to learn at director level. And that really promotes career progression within our team and transform is an amazing way to do it it's 30 days intense training and you have phenomenal access to speakers from all around the world so you know why wouldn't you
1: so tamika is this now is this your fourth transform
4: yes yeah so this is the fourth year i've taken part and this year our whole property management team is taking part as well
1: I'd love to talk about the uh, the team's experience, but I'd firstly love to hear from you about, I guess, the evolution of Transform over those four years and what you've seen and, and I guess, some highlights for what you've got out of, uh, of each year.
4: Yeah, absolutely. So the basic concept of Transform hasn't changed over that time, but the deliverance of speakers, I suppose, is very different to when I very first started. And my mindset has very much changed over that time as well. I entered it the very first time. Not actually realizing it was a competition, I just wanted to learn and I saw the lineup was amazing. I thought, you know, why not? Um, and each year that I have done it, I've, I've done it for a very different reason. And it's normally professional development, or Sam and Mark have got an amazing lineup of tech people that I'm interested in this year, or growth people, or BDMing, or systems, whatever it might be. So each year I've taken a different view on it for a very different reason within our business.
1: And so this year you've you've chosen to, to bring all your, your team on that journey. I'd love to talk about, I guess, what you're seeing uh, as the leader of the business in, how everyone's approaching it, what they're getting out of it, if you're seeing similar themes or if there's a little bit uh, in there for everyone depending on where they're at in their journey.
4: Yeah, so there's something in there for everyone depending on where their journey is. Um, so me as director level right through to our juniors, um, everyone is taking something out of it. So it's great for me to do it and then bang on to the team about, wow, we should do this and we should do that and everyone looks at me as if I'm nutters. Whereas this year, with the whole team taking part, we'll watch the transform session together and then we'll talk about what we got out of it and what do we want to implement because we have three different levels within our business. So everyone is looking at it as a very different perspective and everyone wants to do something different out of it. So it's been great for a team.
1: And as a business owner, I guess sometimes um, a principal of a business might be concerned about the time commitment, uh, particularly in a situation where all of your team uh, is is committing that sort of time to it. So what words of advice would you have for a, for an owner of a business who is a bit on the fence about whether or not their team should commit that sort of time to this type of exercise?
4: Well, I suppose it depends on what you want out of your team. You know, I want my team to stick with me forever, ideally. And I want them to grow their career and I want them to continually improve because that then reflects on the service that they offer our landlords um, and our um, tenants, you know, everybody across the board. So if you're, I suppose, if your director's sitting on the fence about should you invest time in your team in doing it, well, absolutely. Um, you've got to anyway for the CPD points. So that's a bonus that you get that. But um, who doesn't want their team to be better? And essentially, it's an hour a day for 30 days. It's not actually a huge commitment. It's 30 hours if that's all you do for the whole year. So it, it, it's a no-brainer. Get amongst it.
1: Have you also found to me benefits beyond the program in terms of like networking and social circle and, and that sort of thing?
4: Absolutely. I can now contact anyone that I met in my very first transform and and some of them I would call friends. Um, you know, we just, it, that's awesome. it, it's so great. We, we just brought our very first rent roll um, only a couple of weeks ago. And I reached out to some industry colleagues that I had met through Transform initially who are now friends that could give me some tips and tricks on that. So it, it's really important that we can connect and form friendships and it makes property management essentially in real estate a much more enjoyable place to be when you've got friends in the industry. And that's thanks to Transform.
0: Yeah, 100%. We had, um, we had um, a session a little while ago talking to Hayley from the Australian Property Manager Community Forum on Facebook, and it was really interesting just sort of listening to her talk about, I guess, the benefit of that community. Do you feel like we're doing enough as an industry to kind of bring people together uh, rather than sort of seeing everyone as a competitor or a threat? Like, Do you feel like we're doing enough to advance the industry as a whole, or does it still feel quite disconnected to you?
3: there
4: used to be property management chapters where we were all friends and we would all collectively get together, but it sort of drifted apart and, and things like Transform and Hayley's Facebook group, it's starting to bring that back, but I really do feel like there, there is still a gap. I, I really work by the mentality, I'm, I'm not competing with anyone, I'm just competing with me to become better. Um, but I just don't believe that there's probably enough of that mentality in our industry and, you know, programs like Transform really help, I, I believe, other agents work by that mentality of you're not actually competing with old mate down the road, you know, how can you actually be doing things better? Um, that, that's what people need to be looking at. So still a bit of a gap, but I think it is getting better than, than what we've seen over the last probably five years.
1: Seems like we're kind of trending in the right direction.
4: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, uh, just wanted to turn our attention to, to Tamika's crystal, crystal ball or magic wand. Uh, if you could change one thing about our industry, um, a change for the better, is there anything in particular that you would turn your attention to?
4: I would really turn my attention to staff development um, and trying to keep property managers in the industry. You know, it's one of the highest turnover industries out there and that just frightens me and... Unfortunately, a lot of the entry level are young young women and they last eight months and then they're out the door and they hate it. so I would really like to see um, officers or industry bodies actually develop something that gives them support over their first year to really promote you know being a successful agent, not not just having that constant churn
0: so tell me something then if if we um, if we think about that kind of dilemma around new people year one i guess what are your thoughts like what's the best way we can solve this is it about changing the way that people get accredited to become a property manager is it about formalizing onboarding across different businesses uh is it that we all kind of agree to think about portfolio sizes or structures differently in their first year Like, what's some of the stuff that you think we could do differently
4: yeah, so, look, I, I believe that our office does it perfectly, of course. Why <laughs> wouldn't I? Um, but, but um, you know, we, in, in our office in particular, we don't recruit for skill. We recruit for culture. And I think that's probably one of the biggest mistakes our industry makes is they look for skill and it doesn't matter about the rest. Um, so I think, you know, culture is really important when recruiting. We also, at entry level, there's no client-customer that, um, contact for at least the first six months and then you can deal with the customers. And then it's 12 months before you're dealing with the clients. So there's a lot of intensive training that goes into our staff to make sure that by the time they get to where they need to be, that they're actually really confident in knowing, having the skill base to do that. And also the knowledge, you know, there's a lot to learn around legislation. Um, Of course, there's complaints, we deal with people and property. Um, So I just don't think that you can, employ someone and bang them into a property management role because they're going to fail but they're also going to open that back door in your business and you're going to find that churn also of your property so um, we have a really intensive eight-week training program when you start here before you're actually allowed to talk to anyone and then once you've done that it's baby steps each each, each month of what what you can do before you're allowed to become a property manager essentially
0: and it's interesting like we often kind of hear about the the you know, the churn and the burnout and stuff like that. But the question becomes as an industry, are we clear enough about the support that people should be getting if we're letting them loose and doing these very complex and emotionally charged jobs? Um, one final question. So, if we think about your goals for Key2 and yourself going forward, what's the big stuff that you're looking to achieve? What's next? Uh, uh,
4: so, look, I only got asked that again yesterday, actually. There there is no big plan of of what's next. Um, We've just experienced our first acquisition. So for the next sort of six to 12 months, we are actually going to be about um, consolidation. Um, We've got um, a couple of new staff members. So there's a lot of in-house training happening. So um, it's really about refining what we do and making sure that our our team is extremely well-trained um, ready for what 2022 will look like for us and and i'm looking you know hopefully some some good growth again in 2022
0: so we've got time for today a huge thank you to laura Bo, and tamika for sharing their experiences of transform with us Make sure you head to eliteagent.com
1: forward slash transform 2021 to keep in the loop about all things transform this
0: year. And you can find the notes for today's show in the journal at callmeo.com. It's been great having you with us. Bye for now.